All right, hello everybody, and welcome in to, for the first time in a little while, a new episode of the Stadium Experience with Jake Elmsley. Jordan Moment is here with me, and we are back, baby. You know, the summer, you know, a little bit of a transitional period, kind of getting used to the heat, kind of relaxing, unwinding, getting off the grind for a little bit, but we're here now. We stopped at a great time, I think. Not a lot's happened in the last, I don't know, I'll call it a month, Jordan. Mm-hmm. Not a lot's really gone down. It's even been worth talking about. It's like, I don't know. I don't really know why we even had to have an episode today, but I figured we should probably do it. So, but we don't have much to talk about, Jordan. So, I mean, like, how, how, how have you been? I haven't talked to you since last month. Uh, I've been pretty good, you know, watching some baseball. Uh, watching the Red Sox live on the brink of oblivion. Hey, baby, they're at 51 wins now, don't you? The AL Central being one of the worst things I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. And um, must be hard being a Yankees fan. I, okay, okay, we're going off with baseball takes. Uh, yeah, very cool. Let's ignore baseball for now because I want to talk about the NBA offseason. Okay, Which and it- Victor, Wim- Victor Wimbayama almost got arrested by Bernie Spears. He did? Almost got assaulted by Bernie Spears, you mean? Accosted. Yeah. yeah, arrested, accosted is all the same thing when a white woman does it. <laughs> a minute and a half in, Jordan. <laughs> They're not hot. But I called you earlier and gave you like a thesis on Carl Anthony Towns, and you want to come in here and just grind an axe against white woman. <laughs> the first two minutes of the podcast. Hey, man, it's the truth. <laughs> My man thinks man's life could have been ruined right on the spot. My man, dude's in the U.S. for two days. He literally he's been he's been in the U.S. for a week. Well, this is something we talked about. This is something we talked about when this happened. What uh, Britney Spears? I guess we talked about this. I just find it amusing that Britney Spears could have did did that to Victor Wembanyama, and also and also has been around so long. Jordan could have could have also somehow started trouble with. It could have. Could have also somehow started trouble with Tim Duncan. The timelines would have matched up. And I really wish I could, like, there was an article of that now where somehow Britney Spears had tried to mess with Tim Duncan, but I can't find it. But thematically, it would have lined up. So he was also good in Summer League, Jordan. Victor Wembanyama also played one kind of mid-Summer League game where he was still unbelievable defensively and then played a Summer League game where he was very, very good. And they yanked him halfway through the third quarter and they said, this is enough. Yeah. So that's the draft happened. Oh, Jordan. So I don't even know where to start, honestly, which I mean, we'll st- I know where to start. I- I'm lying. I'm being facetious. I mean, I think th- I-, I think the best place to start is the Celtics because that's what we do here. Mm-hmm. So I think that's the easiest branching off point or else I'll just sit here and give the l- listening audience my 13 minute spiel on Carl Anthony Towns which is not relevant to anything happening right now. So I'm not going to do it. I'm going to save it. I'm going to keep it in the chamber for a rainy day. So like next week. Perhaps maybe more adequate to save the warm, dismembered corpse of the Boston Celtics. Well, let's talk about it, Jordan, because a lot's happened with this team, right? And there's still stuff left to happen to begin with. Like everything I'm saying right now comes with the acknowledgement that the Boston Celtics, like, their offseason is is not done. Like, it is still, like, 
very much a work in progress. Whether or not that turns up being like a massive core shakeup after what's already happened or like stuff around the fringes, but there is still obviously the biggest thing is that the Jalen Brown contract situation still not either has not been figured out yet or they haven't or it's more or less agreed to and they haven't signed anything because they're still working out some other type of moves, whatever that might be. I don't know. And we'll talk about the Jalen Brown thing in a minute. But there's that. They have uh, a few trade exceptions. I believe they still have a mid-level to work with since the Grant Williams move, which we will also talk about. There's still, like, Malcolm Brogdon stuff out there about him maybe getting traded or him maybe getting moved to the bowl. I mean, him maybe getting still the Clippers, like, still kind of sniffing around that. Like, there's just still, like... The Celtics are not done, right? Like, the roster we see it now is most likely not going to be exactly the roster when the season starts in a couple months. Now, that being said, a lot's changed, right? And I'll be fair, Jordan. I'll be fair, because obviously, like, we're the last people on Earth to talk about this Porzingis thing, right? I will be fair, mm-hmm. Jordan. The Celtics, at a bare minimum, did the exact thing I, ne- I thought they needed to do. That we talked about when they lost, which is that they, regardless of whatever else you think, Jordan, they have made, the thing I said they had to do was make some kind of shakeup, was make some kind of move that just rattles and shifts around the, I don't even know exactly what we decided to kind of dub it as, but like the intangible mojo vibes of this team, right? Mm-hmm. We talked about that being like the number one, like the talent, whatever, every, all the pieces seem to fit on paper, all that fine. Say what you will about the players. It's enough. Like the talent was enough. I still stand by that, but whatever was getting with them was some, and I'll be fair, Jordan, tra- trading, trading Mr. Heart and soul himself. Marcus Smart is a move towards, is a move towards shifting we'll, we'll, we'll talk about it if it's an improvement but certainly towards shifting you know mr intangibles mr leader towards shifting that intangible vibe mojo thing that i talked about and to me i think it's a. Po- I mean i'll fine i'll bury the lead jordan i think it's a positive thing i think that's something that had to happen right i mean we've talked about that on and off for years because clear, I mean, clearly it wasn't working, right? Like whatever it is, whether or not it was even like a Marcus, like a flaw within Marcus Smart or not. We talked about this as much as people want to talk about him being the leader. Whatever leadership Marcus Smart provides wasn't working, because clearly it wasn't rubbing off on the team. And if there was any of it, and it wasn't just fake tough guy stuff, which you can also argue maybe it was fake tough guy stuff. But if even you want to say, you want to give him all the credit in the world and say Marcus Smart was this. Truly, genuinely tough, scrappy guy wasn't rubbing off, right? And I think the reason for that is obvious. And we've talked about that a lot, Jordan. That the leader of a team in the NBA, the because everybody wanted to be the captain. People always say, oh, I got to make Marcus Smart the captain. Which I thought was ridiculous. Because, Jordan, we've talked about this, in the NBA... Not in high school basketball, not in college basketball, in the NBA, the leader of your team, 
cannot just be cannot be the guy who's been there the longest, the guy who's scrappy, the guy who always gives it 110%. Unlike in high school, you know, you have a nice scrappy senior captain who's, you know, not your number one guy. You know what I'm talking about, Jordan? Mm-hmm. That can maybe work at different levels of basketball. You know, he shows up to practice. You know, he gets everybody in their drills. You know, kisses up to the coach a little bit. Right, that can fine. That can work. College even. You know, guys come in for one year, but maybe you have a senior who's been there a long time. He's not your best player, but he's been there. Fine, he can be your leader. In the NBA, Jordan, which is right, your leader has to be for it to work. Your team, like everything else in the NBA, and it's boring. I brought this up before. But your leader has to be your best player. It just has to be. The whole thing doesn't work otherwise, right? Your team needs to embody the attitude of your best player. Your team needs to follow your best player. Really not follow a coach. Really not follow a, you know, even your second best player. Sometimes, it, okay, maybe sometimes it could be the second best player, right? Maybe you can get in like a freaking like D Wade Heat situation, like D Wade LeBron Heat situation, or even like a Paul Pierce when Garnett was here, even though Garnett was better. But maybe he was a. But that's it. None of those guys are Marcus Smart, right? Like, your leader cannot be your fourth best player, fifth best player. Scrappy defensive guy. That can't be your leader. And you would think the solution would maybe be at some point Tatum just took over that leadership role and Marcus takes some kind of backseat to whatever it was. But that clearly, Jordan, for whatever reason, whether it is Marcus Smart is too egotistical to let that happen because God knows, Jordan, every time the Celtics talk, they had to let Mar- they had to include Marcus Smart with Tatum and Brown, right? Remember all those press conferences? Oh, like every time, like we got Tatum, Brown, and Marcus. Always get like he's a cornerstone of the team when he isn't, when he wasn't. But always had to kind of be in there, whether or not that was having to placate him, or whether or not that was them thinking too highly of him, or whether or not you know he just no. It's not a bad thing, but he just has a big personality, and he's just a strong force. And guys like that exist, right? Like guys, you know, they just exist. It's not a knockout of it. Just who is who he is. Whatever it was, clearly. For what in in Tatum, who has seemingly been just is not that right. He's not that kind of guy. He's still like a more low key sort of guy. Mm-hmm. He's just kind of been the rhythm. It just that was not happening. That kind of that transition of I don't even want to say power, but just of energy. That transition of leadership wasn't happening. So the only so the thing to do to try and Force that, which I think I just think just has to be the thing that happens. Is, yeah, you have to move on from Marcus Smart, and they did, and I, you know, and now you know the onus is on Tatum, and I'm not saying it's a lock that Tatum's gonna fall into that role, and Tatum's gonna like embrace it. He's gonna be the leader, and suddenly he's gonna like, you know, some of these intangible things that I've had issues with him in the past are gonna finally kind of stop happening. But they need to facilitate that happening. As much as they can to put themselves in the best position to have the chance to win a championship with the score. Because if that doesn't happen, I don't know. Maybe the, maybe he's not the guy, right? But they need to, like, facilitate that happening. They need to put him in a position where now that he is, you know, starting to enter the age where dudes start winning titles. He's still, you know, talk about that too. Be fair. He's not, you know, 
as much crap as we want to give him for getting close and not succeeding, he's only 25. You know, Curry, LeBron, all these guys weren't winning till they were like in like their late 20s. But he's entering that period now, Jordan. So now is, you know, he's entering his prime, which is, again, crazy to say a guy who's been in the league for, what, seven seasons? Isn't in his prime yet, but it's it's built, it's just different in the NBA because guys come in when they're like 19 and they barely know what a basketball is. Like dudes are coming into the league a year out of high school. Like they're still growing. Jordan, you have professional athletes who aren't done growing yet. Mm-hmm. That's silly. That's silly. <laughs> but yeah. he's not in his prime yet. But now he's entering that age and, you know, you got to set him up like – it is now whatever else happens with this team, right, in the next couple months. Like, the, the it has been laid out like Jason Tatum. It is time for you to take the reins of this team. Like, they never should have been in the hands of Marcus Smart to begin with. But they wound up there. They, they were there. And you had success with that kind of arrangement. But it wasn't it wasn't the way you went. Because, let's go over every other team, right? Like, who's the leader of the Warriors? Who's, who, who's the leader of the Warriors, Jordan? I mean, Steph Curry, I suppose. Steph Curry. Right? Like, it's Steph Curry, Jordan. You're not going to say Steve kind, Kerr. You're not going to say Clay kind Thompson. Of sort of Draymond. It's not Draymond. It's the thing, Jordan. It isn't Draymond. It isn't Draymond. Except when it's Draymond. No, it's not Draymond, though. He's not. That's the except, except it's like when it's like a random game five and Steph and Clay can't shoot. Yeah, Draymond and he takes what he plays well, like but it's not Jordan. like. But you see, Draymond, though, would not take more shots than Steph or Clay in game seven of a conference finals game for like no good reason. No, he would. Exactly. You wouldn't have that. People would be demanding Draymond Green is the captain, right? That's not a thing. It's not, he has a big personality and you, and you want a guy like that on a team. You want guys like that who bring that kind of energy, but they gotta be your leader. Like who's the leader of the nuggets? Jokic. Jokic. Who's the leader of the Lakers? Um, top to bottom organizationally hmm oh what's the what's the funny what's the funny what's the funny joke uh uh uh, uh the guy who will never be better than michael Jordan. yeah exactly, exactly. Uh, who's the leader of the uh, book uh, 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 like I said, even like when kevin durant was with the warriors jordan steph curry was still the leader of the warriors like they knew what the sit like they knew what the setup was like everybody there was like, no, no, no. Like it's like this is Steph's team. Like that's how this works. Like who's the leader of the Bucks? He's Giannis. So exactly. So all these teams. Yeah. When you get to Boston, people are like, oh, well, you know, Marcus Smart is like the heart and soul of the team. He's and maybe that's a, more of a fan thing, right? Maybe that's more of a fan. Maybe I'm just har- harping on some silly fan. But it felt like it was also a thing on the court. Like you kind of got that sense. I feel like I feel like I feel like it's a thing I said as a shit post one time, and then it became real. And then it was real, right? And they, you can't have <laughs> it be that way. Drew Holiday couldn't be like challenging to be the leader of the Bucks. Like you couldn't be like, oh well, you know, like uh, Jokic is good, but you know, Aaron Gordon though, you know, he should be the captain. Oh, KCP baby, he should be the captain of the Nuggets. Silly, it's ridiculous. It's not how it works. But with Boston, we had to like. Have this silly thing with like Marcus Smart. And I don't know if either that was stifling Jason Tatum or if there is an issue that Jason Tatum didn't assert himself more, which could very well turn out to be the issue. 
that's just like an inherent thing with Jason Tatum, and he's just, you know, not that dude in terms of being a leader, and I don't know how you necessarily win a title with a guy like that. But, again, Jordan, they're putting it in front of him, and now it is on him to take it, to take those rings. And I think that that is the key. So, okay, Jordan, if anything, and we'll get into Porzingis, I like the fit. I really like the fit of Porzingis. I think getting him for what they were able to get him was a very nice little deal. I think getting picks back for Marcus Smart was a pretty nice little deal. I got to tell you, Jordan, you can argue that maybe, like, going from trading Brogdon to going from trading Smart for basically the same package feels like maybe a little bit of an L when you think about the injury, but fine. Like, I... I can't sit here and pretend that I'm not happy with it, Jordan. I, as somebody who, like, wanted the guy off the team to bring in Porzingis, who, like, legitimately last year, Jordan, was, like, in the top percentage of rim protectors, was in the top percentage of uh, paint, of paint scorers, shot the three as well as he has in a long time. Like, really, like, Phil's a very good need, Jordan. Like, Phil's a very nice little need with this team. Fits in nicely. Create gives you a massive injury slot roulette between him, Al Horford, and Robert Williams. But beyond that, I like it. I like the fit. And now you can just start Derek White, who was better than Smart last year anyway. You and you kept your two better point guards. And mind you, will playmaking be a, be an issue with this team now? Yeah. We're kind of figuring that out. Maybe be a bit of a problem. If there was ever a time for Jason Tatum to suddenly morph into like a lead on-ball creator, now would certainly be that time. I mean, I'm not counting on that. I don't know how many guys like in year seven suddenly go from like all right complimentary playmakers to like quasi-point guard. I don't think that's really something that happens. But maybe, I mean, like any step he can take in that direction would certainly be helpful. But I just like... Again, Jordan, because we talked about it too. I was even said it like if this team had to take a step back talent-wise or like va value of asset-wise to make the whole thing more cohesive, not only on paper, but just like, again, to like, just like, just try to like reset this weird intangible mojo. Like if it wasn't trading Jalen Brown, like this was the thing. And in fact, Marcus Smart, again, probably contributes more to the intan the weird intangible stuff. So, like, full, like, love and trust on that move, man. Like, I am all for the Kristaps Porzingis era. And, by the way, he's a better player. Like, so, by and far, I am happy with the Kristaps Porzingis era in Boston, Jordan. I don't know about you. Do you feel any differently than I do? Um. Well, you're, you're the only person who ever seen who, who saw the Washington Wizards last year. Yes, so. and then also read Advance and the Lakes, as the people told me. I, I have to take your word for it, but you know, I th I think I think after hearing you explain this, I think you just have an axe to grind with Marcus. Smith. Oh, absolutely, I do. <laughs> and by the way, the team told me that I was right. Like you're right, we can't win with this guy. Like pretending that he's like a third star, but also like is like the captain of the team. You know how do you how do we know Marcus Smart wasn't the best player? <laughs> yeah, that's a great point, Jordan. Uh, you know, he did He did somehow manage to win a Defensive Player of the Year being the second-best defender on his own team. Exactly. That's a pretty impressive feat. Not a lot of guys can claim that they weren't the best defensive player on their team when they won Defensive Player of the Year. That's that's a feat. See, most guys are the best defender on their team when they win it. Marcus Smart, though, he was able to overcome the odds. 
of not yeah. being the best defender on his own team when he won Defensive Player of the Year. But it's 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 a it's a good trade. I'm just I'm just not convinced that it will be this this Earth Mover. Oh, I that, that, I, that this that this will bring them to the promised land. Uh, I think it at least removes like some of like that fog that's been like, eff- or at least I think it should. And if it doesn't, it means that like the problems are like deeper and deeper and deeper. But I do feel like that Marcus Smart was somebody who was taking up like whether or not it was helping or not was taking up like a lot of like airspace in the locker room. How about that? Is that a good way to put it? And yeah, that removing and that removing that I think is like just like if this doesn't fix it, I, maybe they're just not the guys, right? Like. Maybe they're just, like, not. And, again, they put themselves in a tough injury position because, I mean, unless Brogdon gets moved, like, Brogdon's been an injury risk. You know, again, all your big men have. I mean, they got to kind of figure out the big man depth. You know, they moved Grant Williams, who would have, like, been, like, the guy who would come in and spell Horford and spell Rob Williams and all them on different nights and, like, play the four for them. So they got to kind of figure that out. Although, Jordan, I got to tell you, Jordan Walsh, who they picked in the second round, looking good in summer league. He was coming in the league as a real, real good defensive big. But, uh, you know, he, was, but he wasn't hitting threes. Couldn't, he was hitting a lot of threes in summer league. Ah, maybe Jordan Walsh might be a rotational guy. But don't sleep on the on the, on the, um, uh, the alopecia alpha. I don't know. It all depends on Porzingis. I mean, if, yeah. he, if he's able to last the season. Yeah. And if, to, if, like, he fall, if 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 he if he falls apart and gets hurt, then this yeah, is this is just not good. Yeah, this is just cooked. I don't know if it's cooked, but I think that they're putting it's pretty it's pretty cooked. Well, and then they just have Horford, Robert Williams, and like their better point guards from last year. But yeah. like they got to manage that, which, like, which which didn't really help them. No, I think that not everybody is smart at <laughs> the intangibles. Maybe they can't make it work. But oh, I'm hating Jordan. Oh, I'm a hater. I think it might be addition by subtraction. Then Muscala's gone, and then yeah. Well, that's the thing. They got. They, they do and... have to figure out like the big man. Like they have, but like I mean, that's like I can. I could name like fifteen guys who I'm like whatever with for like guys to like play in like game fifty on a back to back to like spell Porzingis when you're playing like the Magic or something that like like genuinely they just like brought back Blake Griffin. I'd be like fine, whatever. Like like you know, it's you know those matters when when oh I know I know they, they lost matter. to the Magic last year. They sure could not beat them, but like I like I'm saying like like if we're talking about like regular season depth, like we're talking like like the guys that they bring in to be backups, like are guys who aren't going to play. So like j- literally, like I just would rather they just bring back Blake Griffin at that point. Like whatever, like it's it's fine. Or give those minutes to Jordan Wash, baby. Let him let him cook. It is it is a gambit. I'll see that. You know, it's a but again, like they had to do it, Jordan. They had again. They had to do something to shake up like the intangible end of this team, and this was like the biggest way you could do it without like again like trading like Tatum, which you're not gonna do. But like this was like the way to do it, and they did it. Like I give them credit, Jordan. I I give I give I give big big deal big big deal Brad. A, 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 I mean, he was willing to do it. Like that alone. Like this is a shakeup. This is like a this. You know, it's like, conversely, a player who I don't think is as important as they thought they were, but also they've put him on such a pedestal that moving him is, like, a bigger move than the sum of what he contributed. It's very weird, but I'm glad they're out of this weird situation with Marcus Smart, where I'm like, well, he's a role player, but, like, he like they treat him like a star, and so he takes up, like, the airspace of a star, 
which makes moving him feel like you're like switching out a star, but you're just moving a role player to bring in a better player who's just going to shut the fuck up and not pretend that he's like the leader of this team in Kristaps Porzingis. So, so, so good. Good, good you know, off. You know, Jake, I'm, I'm pretty sad because Marcus Smart, he's supposed to be a career Boston Celtics. I, I, I really, 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 I'm bleeding. Really, I'm crying, Jordan. He bled green, don't you know? I mean, I don't know how, how could they do move. this to the fans. Re- oh, dude, all, all the exactly. hand wringing on Twitter, people being like, "This is depressed." How could they do this to the fans? This is a slap. Is, is 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 there no loyalty? Oh, Joe, I've never felt like more of a sociopath than I did reading all these like Celtics fan blogs, being like, "This is a slap in the face to the fans." How could they do this? This is a gut punch, and I'm like, "This is the best day of my life." Wow, how fun is this, everybody? <laughs> people just, just apparently just just cry, bawling their eyes out. I'm like, oh, he's finally gone. This is great. You just don't understand. Marcus Smart was the greatest thing that happened to me. Oh, man. <laughs> See, seeing the determination that Marcus Smart did gave me the gave me the the, the will to overcome childhood leukemia. Exactly. Seeing Jake, you don't know this about me, but I was homeless two years ago. And then I met Marcus Smart, was- and he stuck out his hand, and I grasped it. And he looked me in the eyes and it said, if you want to be anywhere in life, you got to work for it. You got to dive on the floor a lot to not recover the inbound pass. And then he walked away. And then since then, I've become a multimillionaire. Uh-huh. Should I sign up and... for your class? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay, okay, cool. Also, <laughs> both me and the homeless person were Marcus Smart. <laughs> oh, shit. Both of them. He was looking in a mirror the whole time because the only one who can motivate you is you. You got to be the Marcus Smart inside of you. Damn. Yeah. But if you want to sign up for my my class, we'll send you this free booklet on how <laughs> to uh, make make a hundred hundreds of thousand dollars in passive income every every month. The thirty four the thirty three percent from three method. Yeah, or like that vending machine shit that I saw once. What? Yeah, there was a vending machine one. Where? 32.3% from three method. My mistake. Career average. By the way, good fit in Memphis, by the way. I'll be fair. I'll be fair. Good good fit in Memphis. You know, if he just, if he just shuts up, you know, it's, he does, does feel, you know, better than Dylan. He's an upgrade over Dylan Brooks to them. I'll give them that. Mm, especially when Derrick Rose returns he, to Memphis. Also, also, they got a little bit of better, you know. In fairness, you know, Memphis is a team that does kind of need a role player to come in and just yell at their best player to shut the fuck up. Con- conversely, all these things I said, Memphis at least needs a little bit of that in like the interim. That's, that's kind of true. Derrick Rose was John Moran before John Moran. Exa- you know exactly. John, except you know he's less armed. Yes. <laughs> you know, maybe Marcus <laughs> less Smart weapons. isn't like on the final form of the Memphis Grizzlies, but they they need somebody to come in and just kind of yell at John Moran right now. So maybe you know, maybe he's a good fit. And then, you know, eventually when, like, John Moran gets his act together and Marcus Smart is still trying to yell at everybody, like, all right, Marcus, we're done with you. We've had enough. Get out of here. Goodbye. They'll ship him off to the Rockets or someplace. John Moran got his concealed carry license now. We're good. I mean, you don't need one of those in Tennessee. He's legit now. Well, what's the problem then? (laughs) That professional athlete shouldn't be waving guns and strip clubs and on IG videos. You know, good fit, good fit on and off the court for them. I'll be fair. They, they, again, they need a guy to just yell at John Morant for a little bit. 
They they kind of need that. Lit- literally just just berate him for like two months straight, and then just kind of see if that just kind of whips him in the shape. Yeah, just keep the guns at your house, man. Don't. <laughs> just keep them in a get a safe job. We'll buy you a safe dog. We'll send you to a gun safety course. Something obviously. Just pay just pay a dude twenty five bucks an hour to follow you around. Yeah, it's I don't know, man. But. So, again, so far, we're waiting on the Jalen Brown contract still. Or, like, that. So I, 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 you know, I don't, I don't think a Dame trade is happening. Unless, like, you think that's I don't, I don't think a Dame trade is happening. I mean, not to the Celtics. Not to the, but... Well, not to the Celtics, exactly. That's, <laughs> that kind of seems like not a thing, which, 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 fine, whatever, I guess. Fine, whatever. You know, Gall- Gallinari, Grant Williams, Marcus Murray. I mean, maybe, maybe those guys to Portland for Dame might have been something. But now you just sort of. I don't know about that one. I don't know about that. I think if you just gave yeah, you got it, table J- scraps. Jalen Brown and like picks would be probably is like better than like what like the Heat could put together. But I don't. Yeah, I don't, I don't think I don't think it's happened. I don't think that kind of thing is on the table. I don't think that's in the cards. But yeah, so it's kind of weird. If, if Damian Lillard goes to the Heat, then this 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 doesn't really matter. Oh, uh, that's a move. But also, you know, if Dame doesn't end up going to the Heat, the Heat kind of gutted themselves a little bit this offseason. Like that doesn't happen. The Heat kind of gutted themselves a little bit. I assume they got more scrappy guys I, that yeah. they weren't paying in the system. Also true. Like Struess and Vincent are both gone now, and you know, but maybe, yeah, maybe they just have other guys we've never heard of who are going to come up. That's yeah. I assume they're they're like they're like running some Alabama or Georgia shit going on. Yeah, they got there. they got like they got like uh, they got like Charlie, Charlie. What's like an what's like a AI player name you can think of? Two first name names. It gotta be like a two first name name. They got like they got like Charlie Jacobs ready to go. No, is that a guy? Yeah. That's a hockey player, I think. Charlie Jacobs, fucking Roger Buchanan. Yeah, yeah. They got like Roger Buchanan ready to roll. <laughs> Gonna average nineteen points in the conference finals, shoot like forty five percent from three. Yeah, some stupid shit like that. Yeah, so we're, 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 so one of them's gonna cook Drew Holiday. Yeah. So we're waiting and, on that. And then round two. Yeah. <laughs> Just, yeah. So we're waiting on that. But uh yeah. I assume the Jalen Brown thing is happening. I you know, I assume he's still gonna get the super duper max, even though it's gonna be the biggest contract ever. Three hundred four million dollars if he gets it. I, I have a hard time. Seeing, I I assume they're not they haven't signed it yet because of some weird maneuvering, exception, trade exception, mid level exception nonsense, apron nonsense. I just don't care to fully figure out. But I I don't really see a world where like Jalen Brown isn't just getting the most money they're allowed to give him because I don't know how often dudes stay with the team and and don't get that. I can't think of a time in recent memory where that has happened. I don't think it happens to like especially a guy who who was like even though he can't dribble with his left hand in the conference finals was second team All NBA like I just yeah man, I don't think that kind of thing happens and I don't think that kind of thing even makes him like unmovable one way or another in all fairness I don't want to get like too 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 far into like recency bias and clowning on him for not being able to dribble with his left hand but I assume that's coming I don't know, like I I don't know there could still be a biggish move. Like, again, they could bring in some big man depth, like another wing, like, like you know, Gallinari 2, whoever Gallinari 2 is, that, do that. 
I don't know. Like, we'll see. Like, they still have enough talent. Like, they still have enough talent. They've just reset the culture, baby. So we have to see with that. Other than that, though, a lot, lot of other fun, uh, fun NBA things have been happening, Jordan. And uh, you know, you want, you want to just prattle on about the NBA offseason for a little bit? We can. I, I saw something interesting this morning that I know would have upset you. Oh, what was it? Uh, I read, I read an article that all about all these veteran running backs. Oh yeah, banding not getting money together, yeah, 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 yeah. We trying to get paid more. Yeah, yeah, whatever. We'll talk about that another time. Not, we'll talk about that. How do you feel about the veteran running backs yeah, collusion? Heart goes colluding. out. Man. Heart, heart is pouring out for them, Jordan. Yeah, I'll be on that picket line. How do How do you feel about the utility of veteran running backs in 2023, 2024? Oh, NFL you want to talk about the Phoenix Suns? We can talk about the Suns. <laughs> so, I, there are a couple of teams I do want to highlight whose off seasons I've been really interested in. Uh, for one thing, such as the New York Giants not signing veteran running yeah, exactly. backs. I really want to talk about the Phoenix Suns, and I have a podcast. I, I know you do, so I'm allowed to do that. I'm allowed to do it. So the Suns, we were we didn't even talk about the Bradley Beal trade, right? Mm-hmm. Let me get to that. Um, the Bradley Beal thing. There is a big part of me that wants to be like gigabrain analyst man who's smarter than everybody else and wants to come in here and explain the reasons why that's like a why it's like a bad move right why flipping chris paul landry shamit and a bunch of second round picks that they managed to replace through like a bunch of random moves they've done in the last month anyway because second round picks are somehow very valuable and like yet you can like fall into five of them in a heartbeat for bradley beal it's a part of me that wants to be like, oh, well, you know, like Beal, Durant, and Booker, they all exist in like the same part of the court. They're oddly enough, like the three most like mid-rangey stars in the NBA right now, like all together on one team, which is, you know, kind of a cute little thing, I guess. All very mid-rangey, Jordan. Mm-hmm. The Suns will just be, you know, 20-footer city, but... The way God intended. The way God intended. The most beautiful brand of basketball. But they – I part of me wants to come and just be like, oh, come on. Like, it's, you know, oh, this is focused on depth, blah, 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 blah. Then the real part of my brain, the part of my brain that, you know, the regular working man part of my brain. You could you could convince me that like there's a world where the Suns are better off with instead of like Bradley Beal, they get like two really good like role players who like equate to whatever value Bradley Beal holds, right? Who are like better fits. Like if they ended up getting like uh, like a nice big like defensive wing who I can't even I can't think of a guy off the top of my head, but you know, in like a like a point guard. Like a real good, like not star point guard, and blah, you know what I'm saying, like just that kind of thing, something like that, something, anything like that, like depth. That they'd be better off, maybe, probably, probably would. That probably wouldn't be a hard sell. But you, if you're the Suns, were probably not getting that for what they move, right? Which is they turn Chris Paul's big contract. Chris Paul, very old, was not playing in the playoffs. When they lost. And Landry Shaman, who's whatever, and seconds into Bradley Beal. 
and you probably were not pulling off, which even though Bradley Beal is worth more than those that aforementioned fantasy scenario, that was not a trade you were working out because the, you were specifically taking advantage of the Wizards being in a very weird, desperate situation with a new management group that was finally ready to turn the page and just give up on what the previous management with the Wizards was just unwilling to give up on. And credit to them. Maybe we'll talk about the Wizards in a minute. The Wizards had a fine offseason. But just what for what you gave up versus what you got, that's a massive improvement. Obviously. You're crazy if you don't think that. You don't think they're moving on from Chris Paul who couldn't play. But I, I still like Chris Paul. I'm not a hater. Chris Paul was still good last year when he played. But Chris Paul, who can't make it through the postseason, and Ledger Shamit, and some seconds. I, I mean, in, in Chris Paul's defense, he was playing in, like, the entire games. I, you know, he just Dude, dude was playing, like, 40 minutes a night at age It is what it is. You know, it is what it is. Bradley Beal is obviously a massive upgrade. And that level of talent, even though it is concentrated in very similar areas of the floor. Right? Unless maybe, like, Bradley Beal kind of takes, like, kind of, like, turns the clock back and morphs kind of back into the player he was on, like, the John Wall Wizards where he was getting, like, Ray Allen comps, and he was, like, this really good, like, off-ball mover and, like, off-ball shooter. And he kind of mor- morphed back into that, even over the last couple of years he hasn't really been hitting threes like he used to, which maybe partially because, you know, he's been the only guy taking shots there, right? Like, maybe you could argue if he's, like, the third option, his percentages will go back up. Very reasonably could happen. Like, that's probably the best-case scenario for the Wizards, right? He kind of turns back into that type of player, which is just simply— Ooh, one, one, one second, my mom's calling me. Yeah, no problem. Because just at the moment— Is this a bit? No, <laughs> she's oh. actually calling me. Because <laughs> just at the moment, Bradley Beal is, this is overly simplifying it, but more or less is like all-star Devin Booker, right? Like Devin Booker, who was just excellent in the postseason, took this massive leap, was like one of two players who played up when they played the Nuggets versus either played down or just played at the level that they played at. Which is to say, like, Devin Booker was playing as good, if not debatably better, than Kevin Durant, who also was playing out of his mind against the Nuggets, right? Like, Devin Booker was incredible in this postseason. Unreal. And and Bradley Beal is, again, a similar player as a two-guard and just is, like, again, like, like the all-star to the all-NBA player version of Devin Booker. And then Durant, again, also, even though he's, Different frame than those guys. Again, very mid-rangey player. These guys all exist in the same area. But it's, it's so much talent. Like, it's so much. And I don't want to sit here and tell you that that much scoring is a bad thing. I can't sit here and tell you that. You need that level. of They can have two of those guys on the court at all times in the postseason or all three of them. I thought maybe at one point they'd be able to, like, move DeAndre Ayton and maybe he'd be the one they'd consolidate in the role players. But I've also come around and I just had DeAndre Ayton contract relative to the player that he's been. Like, he's no longer an intriguing young prospect when he's making 30-plus million dollars. He's now, like, a player that you have to want to give that kind of money to. So he's going to be a guy you have a lot harder of a time moving without just having to maybe sell unbelievably low on him, which you don't want to do. Because, I mean, I... I've been a hater on DeAndre and for a little bit. Guy I loved coming out of the draft, but was very soft this past season. Very soft in the postseason. Did not want to be there. However, what they would have gotten for selling DeAndre in for like nothing versus like the potential of maybe what he can be. Sands. 
like without now a coach in Monty Williams, who's a very good coach who he just did not like. They just did not get along at all. Maybe that contributed to it. It shouldn't. In an ideal world, a superstar athlete who just got picked number one overall, getting paid tens of millions of dollars, should try as hard as he can, no matter what. But plenty of guys don't. Plenty of guys just, for whatever reason, get a new coach, not even a better coach, and they just suddenly, they just get their act together. And maybe he can do that with Frank Vogel, who also is a championship-winning coach. Very good defensive coach. Just that upside is probably better than, like, the nothing they would have gotten trying to sign him, right? But that put them in a spot where it was like, Oh, God, the way they fill out this roster is going to look ugly. It's going to look ugly. Mm-hmm. But I got to tell you, I've loved, I've seen the vision. I've loved the signings that they've made. Jordan hates this take, but I love it. Because there is a world where what would have happened here? It would almost be similar to, like, you know, the Nets a couple years ago when Durant got there. What would have happened? This could have been so ugly, Jordan. We could have very easily seen them just go out and sign a bunch of old, washed names who are, like, friends with Durant or something. We could have seen them go out and just go, like, oh, we got, like, DeAndre Jordan. And we got, like, Mello. And we got... I don't even know. I can't even think of names. But, like, just that could have been the direction. That has been what they've done. What they've done is they've signed... A lot of very, like, good, at least young, athletic, lengthy players, right? Like Yuta Watanabe, Josh Akogi they were able to bring back. You know, Kiata Bates-Diop is genuinely a player I actually quite like. Is a guy who was with the Spurs who's very long, has had a lot of good three-point shoot. Has, like, been a good three-point shooter there. Drew Eubanks, I think, is, like, a backup big man at a bare minimum. Is like, a good upgrade over Jock Landell, who wound up going to the Rockets. Like, they have been able to yeah, bring in, like, a lot. And then, like, Eric Gordon, who's, like, old, but is still good. Like, it's still, like, acts like he isn't completely washed up yet. Like, Eric Gordon actually is, like, good. He's shot very well with the, with the, um, with the Clippers. And with the Rockets last year. And just, you know, when you bring in the guys, you just want to bring guys who can shoot mainly. But you just, like, it's been with every other team with stars. You just want to surround them with guys who can shoot and defend. Right? That's, like, the main modus operandi. And, mm-hmm. again, they brought in either a lot of these guys they brought in are, again, at least long and athletic enough that they can become good defenders or have been good defenders. And, oh, and also Bol Bol, baby. Can't forget about Bol Bol. Absolutely not. Got Bowl Bowl in there, baby. A little bit of a wild card. But these guys, like, I, I don't know, man. Like, I like it. Like, I see the vision with it. Like, Josh Akogi has had, like, streaks where he's been able to shoot. Otherwise, he hasn't been. But otherwise, like, he's a good defender. Again, Watanabe, excellent shooter. A lot of these guys, I'm surprised they were able to get them for what they got them for. So, I just, I got it to, like, again, like, these are still minimum and, like, low-level exception guys. Right? But just, like, the way they've gone about filling out the roster, I gotta tell you, it's been a lot smarter than it could have been. This world would have been ugly. They're still gonna have issues, right? Like, maybe these guys all actually end up sucking and I'm crazy and your depth is still a problem. And their depth is gonna be great. I have good depth. But it's more manageable. Like, playmaking is gonna be an issue. Like, they don't have a lead guard. They just, like, Devin Booker, Durant, Bradley Beal, they're all great offensive players. They're all great off. They're all obviously, like, top echelon offensive creators. 
eh, they're all like secondary playmaker types, right? Like we talk about with Tatum too. Like they're just, they're like, they're secondary playmakers. So they're not, you know, they're not like super, super crazy passers. They're guys who will make like good passes, like smart passes, but none of them are going to be guys who average like eight, nine assists, right? But I, they got to piece that together. But again, like that's, you weren't going to get that. So they got to figure that. That's going to be something to figure out. I think they're saying that like Bradley Beal is going to like run the point, but who cares? You know, what does it, what does that even mean? Like whatever, like the setup is like figuring out who like, but like they brought in guys who at least I think could be that fifth starter. Like Bates Diop, I like as that fifth starter. Like what an could be that fifth starter. Oh, and if there's a world where Josh Okogi like hits threes again, like he did for like two months, like he's a good, like he could be that fourth starter. I don't know, but I like it. I like what the Suns have done. I like it. I just want to get them off my chest. I want an opportunity to chit-chat about it. Also, man, the Lakers, they've had a great offseason. The Lakers being able to start, right? And we can quibble over, like, the exact numbers and all these guys. But the Lakers being able to bring back uh, D'Lo, who didn't have a great postseason, didn't have a good postseason, but was still very good for them in a regular season. I think is a player who, you know, could be important just to have a guy who could be a primary ball handler and, like, just give LeBron a break. I think, like, the game plan for the Lakers this season should just be, like, let LeBron do as little as possible in the regular season. And, like, if you just have to, like, win some games on, like, D'Lo cooking, like, that can happen. We've seen teams win in the regular season with that formula. That sounds like cowardice because Michael Jordan would never... Exactly, Michael Jordan would never... ...ax his team to take it lightly. But, that may be able to bring back D'Lo, Austin Reeves, who I think is maybe now in, like, the best contract in the NBA, and Rui... For under $50 million, $49 million, but under $50 million, that's crazy. If you had told me that, I would have told you never. I would to- I would say that would be a delusional Lakers Twitter take, right? And then on top of that, you bring in Gabe Vincent and bring that number up to 60? That's crazy. Those four guys for 60 mil? That's nuts. That's, like, maybe there's a world, right, like... It probably does happen, right? Where Rui like stops hitting his shots and he's not a great player anymore. But still, the number they mm-hmm. got him back on, fine. If Austin Reeves takes a step back from being a 17-5 and 5 guy on a conference finals team who's shooting like 40 plus percent from three, the step back from that is still pro- is still a fine value at 14 million dollars a year. Like that, I like, you know, being able to bring in Torian Prince, who on one hand, I'm not convinced Torian Prince is real. He's a player I only ever feel like I hear about when he's being traded 19 times, even though he actually like hasn't gotten traded nearly. Does it feel like Torian Prince has been traded a million times? For one I mean, thing. And I know he's been traded a few times, but not. Maybe I'm I always not. trade him in 2K. I don't know, because he, he hasn't been traded as much as you think. He's been traded like twice. But I always yeah, I, I, But I feel like there have been like a thousand Torian Prince trade, but that might be a 2K thing. That might be a 2K thing. But like he's like a good Big wing who can shoot threes, which again, Jordan, what did I say a year and a half ago? Why are the Lakers just getting good defensive wings who can shoot threes? They're finally doing it. Getting him. You know, Jordan, I'll be fair. I'll even say that Cam Reddish is a nice little gamble. Nice little flyer to take. He's a very good defender. Not been able to shoot threes barely at all in his career, but keeps showing the upside to do it. And Jordan, Jordan, you see, the Lakers a year ago would have brought in Cam Reddish as like their plan A, and we would have clowned on them, and it wouldn't have worked. But yet now that he's like your fourth or fifth guy who could maybe work out, okay, that's fine, good. 
God bless on the Cam Reddish thing. God, God bless that. I don't, I don't like Jackson Hayes that much. Uh, maybe I gotta get like a backup center. But I gotta tell you, Lakers, a okay. Like you know, like you, again, like you, like even if D'Lo falls short in the playoffs again, you brought in Gabe Vincent. Like one of those guys is bound to work out as your primer, as your number, as your point guard. And like point guard being like a lowercase point guard when you're playing next to LeBron. I mean, like a lowercase PNG, but man, I don't know. Man. I like it, like you know, for again, Jordan, you still need to hand, hand, hand write that apology note to Rob Palinka. Mm, maybe I gotta, I gotta tell I'll you, consider they, it. They, yeah, man, they Lakers again. I know plenty of people are talking about it, but I want to talk about it too. Lakers, a okay off season in my book. What a. What? Oh, I like it. They've been great. They've been great. They've been great. I don't know if like I, I don't even know. Again, I don't know why Austin Reeves signed a four-year, forty-eight million dollar contract after the playoffs yet. That is that dude needs to fire his agent. That is crazy, dude. How many guys again put up those kind of numbers on a team that goes that far and then turn around and like I'm gonna lock myself into like below average starter money for four years? That's Probably didn't want to. Uh... He just loves being LA's white boy. Like, I don't know, man. Like, it's just. Maybe. Like, it's crazy. It's Wanted a, to avoid a, a Dennis Schroeder phenomena. I. Man, Dennis Schroeder is getting close to what Austin Reeves just got now, anyway. The bag. I mean, yeah, but like, but like, you're supposed to get double initially. Yeah, the bag Dennis Schroeder. The bag Dennis Schroeder fumbled two years ago is bigger than the bag Austin Reeves just got now. You know, there's a reason why he didn't act for that. <laughs> like, the contract that they offered Dennis Schroeder is bigger than this Austin Reeves contract. It's just, it's unbelievable. How did he get less than D'Lo? Like, it's, like, yeah, like we, we talk about, like, the deal. I think maybe D'Lo got a little bit too much money. But, like, then I got such no, a good deal. No, no he, he did get too much I money. I mean, $18 million is, like, that's, like, starter money. That's, like, kind of, like, average starter money, though. Like again, though, like I said, it's like D'Lo doesn't doesn't deserve average. Maybe he does. No, he does. He does. He does. But like if, again, like we can quibble he over slightly like, below average starter. Money. We can quibble over like a few million here. That, but again, just like them being able to get like that group of guys for that amount of money is un is unreal. Like is 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 unbelievable to me. And again, again, Austin Reeves. Like I get it. He was undrafted. Maybe he just wanted the bag when he could get it. But man, like. This bag was probably going to be there no matter what. I was... That's why he'll get another one in probably two years. It'll be like 30, but it's just great. Like, the Lakers have that for four years. That's uh, It's unbelievable. It really is. Like, or, it's... Or, 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 or is like that's like a nice, tidy contract to create. If something Tyler Hero wrong. got like 30 mil after one postseason like that. I don't know what you want me to tell you. Man. I just think it's crazy. <laughs> I want you to call. I want you to call Austin Reeves. As, I, I'm going to offer him representation. You know he has his reasons. I man, I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure Austin Reeves was well well aware of the market and the situation. I don't know if he was. I, I disagree. He just I, he's I out there honest. drunk. Said fuck it, forty eight million. That sounds good. I don't think it was. I don't think he was relative to the rest of the industry. Oh man, like that's just. That's nuts, man. That guy, I read that. I'm like, that can't be right. That has to be fake. That am or, I reading like maybe he really, Lake, he's really Lake, in for for trip? Damn, is this like actually not Woj? Is this actually like at Lake Show best show or something? Like it just, man. 
Like, or maybe they 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 Elo and Rui both got more money than him. <laughs> that's nuts. How'd it be like? That's like the most important guy for you to bring back is Reeves. The guy like, oh, we gotta sign the rest of our role players first, and we're gonna give them more money. Hey man, they got they got picks of them or something. I don't know, man. I gotta go take that. Magic Johnson sat him down and gave him a yacht or something. I gotta go take I gotta go take that NBA agent course so I can go help my boy out. Like, meanwhile, meanwhile, Portsmouth High School's own Cole Swider did not get a multi million dollar contract. It's fine though. It it'll happens. Be, it'll be his year next year for the Lakers. He'll be the guy actually. Got to beat not. Maybe, maybe could happen. Played played in seven games last year, Jordan. Got a few buckets. But Lakers again, Jordan. Wizards hitting that reset button. Are we really we're really about to talk about the Wizards? I'm just giving them credit, Jordan. About about, about a reset they should have did twelve years yep. ago. And they did it. Okay. So and I'm gonna clown them for not doing it, Jordan. I'll give them something when they do. Whatever it's worth to them. I'm just being fair. I'm being consistent. Good good job, was it? You finally did. You brought back Kuzma. I'm surprised Kuzma wasn't able to get more money somewhere else. So fine. Retaining that asset's fine. You know, getting Chris Paul. You know, cha- turning it around from getting Chris Paul for Bradley Wheel to getting Jordan Poole. Yeah, that's pretty good. They kind of landed on their feet with that. Relative, I'll be honest. I know everybody, I know everybody, I know Twitter told everybody to be a Jordan Poole hater. I'll be fair. It's going to be very fun watching Jordan Poole take like 28 shots a game, if anything. Like, Jordan Poole is still like a 24 year old who a year ago the Golden State Warriors thought was worth giving like a max contract to. And then they all just, they just don't say that they hate him. They just, like, Steph. Yeah, Dr- Dr- Draymond punched him, and then boys stopped playing offense, and they just got Steph, him out. Steph, Clay, and Draymond just all decided that they hate the guy. <laughs> you know, like, I mean, I can give you, like, my tangent on, like, kind of, like, how I don't know how much I love, like, like, that kind of, like, that, like, archetype of player who are, like, on-ball creators who aren't, like, all-star caliber, but, like, they're good at it, but it's kind of, like, all they do. I don't know how much I love, like, that archetype of player which is like jordan Poole and like tyler hero and there's like a few other guys like that but they get like big money but that's like a whole other thing but i, I don't know like you know honestly though like they just like let jordan Poole cook all year like I, maybe he develops yeah, but some tyler play- hero has a song he does maybe maybe jordan Poole develops like some like playmaking chops i don't i don't know it'll be funny i might sit here and just just hate on the guy he had a bad playoffs he had a bad playoffs. Wait, who's in the? Oh, Jack Harlow's Jack Harlow song. He had, he had a bad playoffs last year, but like the year before that, he was like a major piece for like a team that like won a championship. So like I don't I don't know. I can sit here and be like, oh, guy sucks. If, if Austin Reeves gets if, if Austin Reeves gets a song, does that make it better for you? No, like it makes Tally it worse. Hero, like, why or, did he get the money? I'm like, why did he get the bag? He'll probably get a song. Damn, you don't. Some like some like industry plant rapper will make their Austin Reeves song that you've never heard of. And then you'll see it everywhere. Probably. <laughs> Some up and coming. Dude, do we have to, new, we have to start new, trying to make auto generated names again? New genetically generated yeah, uh, yeah, rapper, yeah, yeah, AI yeah, generated yeah, yeah. rapper. Yeah, we got it. We got made it. In like a, made like in like a universal clone vat. Absolutely. Do we have to do we have to start making up auto generated names again? We did a bad job of that like 10 minutes ago. <laughs> Ooh, two first names. Two first names, Jordan. We gotta do this again. We're bringing it back. Let me go. I'll go. I'll go to a website. I'll go to yeah, a name, name generator. Name generator. I'll get one too. All right. 
You get one okay. name. I'll get one name. We'll make, and I'll make the full name. All right. All right. All right. I'm I'm about to one one example. Okay, I'm about to hit it. Oh, this is very complicated. All right, all right, I'm going, I'm going. Okay, uh, nationality, American. Uh, write me some names. All right, all right. All right, I got one. Oh, okay, what's yours? What's yours? Shane Hoover. I got, oh, I thought we were each getting one name. We were going to combine them. Because the first one I got is Buckley. Oh. Buckley Hoover with the Austin Reeves track. Oh yeah, dude, dude, dude sounds like some some guy you never heard of before, from like Long Island. Very handsome. Yep. Yeah, yeah. He's fighting the Austin Reeves track. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Anyway, uh, you know, I, I guess this is my coming out party as like a non-Jordan Poole hater. I guess only because Jordan. I just like to correct the scale when I feel like hate's gone too far in one direction. I simply he, like to be. He did not have his best. He did not. He did not, Jordan. And I get it. I just, you know, I feel like a lot of people just got told by like Twitter that like Jordan Poole is horrible and sucks, and he should just, you know. And once people bro, start saying like, bro, bro did kind of get ratioed out of out of Golden State. Oh, I absolutely. Lie. I mean, a big time. Yeah, you know. But I got Jordan. He also helped them win the titles. I, you know, I don't know. Again, the worst comes to worst. At least he has, you know, a ring. Yeah, he's got a bunch of money, and the Wizards are just gonna let him take as many shots as he wants, and either. He, like, develops, and he becomes a real piece for them, or it's horrible and a disaster, and they get the number one over pick, and they're tanking like they should have to begin with. So, you know, win-win. I'm mad that Monte Morris didn't get traded to the Celtics. I wanted him, but now he's with my sweet baby boy, Cade. Uh, any other teams? Or as I, as I like to call him, the fifth pick Pistons. So true. Well, they already got the number got You got to insert the laughing track right there. That was pretty funny, yeah. That was good. I'm not going to do it, but that was good. <laughs> the Bucks. The Bucks brought everybody back, which you know they kind of had to do. I I hope that the pay, I hope that the Trailblazers are actually hitting the reset. Hey I, man, Giannis said he's not playing around next season. He's oh good, for, he's coming for people. Oh good, excellent. Bill, the was villain he, Giannis he, arc. Was he playing around last year? It's like maybe too focused on the Disney Plus show. Now now I'm in. Dude's having his like LeBron Miami like twenty twenty eleven to twenty fourteen arc right now. Why? What's motivating that's, that arc? Everybody loves him and thinks he's great and he's won multiple MVPs on the title. What's that, that's LeBron's villain arc? When he, yeah, because LeBron the, the is like first, a chip on his Miami shoulder at that point. There are no like Giannis haters out there. The, there has to be. I mean, there like, not like are. like there are like LeBron haters though. People were hating on LeBron and like LeBron hadn't like you know finished the job yet. There's not like. Like, like Giannis, you know, like Giannis is in like a much different position, like 2013 LeBron. I'm just, uh, in terms of like thematic. I know. I, I, I Thematically. Know. Well, the, they brought the everybody sorta... back. The Trailblazers are maybe finally going to hit the Dame reset, which, you know, like we said, that's the best thing for them to do. Because like, like Scoot, Anthony Simons, Shaden Sharp, and like whatever you get for Dame is a very good place to start a rebuild. Why don't, why, don't, why don't they do what they were doing in 2014 and just continue that? What do you mean? When they were when Trailblazers were kind of good. Well, I'm saying like just you just move on from Dame and just now you have all these young guys and a bunch of stuff you got for Dame and like that's a 
like legit, like a really good place. And like one of those young guys is a guy who like maybe would have been like a number one overall pick. And like you just kind of lucked into it. You're kind of in like a good spot. Like they're in like a good spot. Anthony Simons is like one of the best shooters in the league for some reason. They're in a good spot, dog. Just got to finish the job on this Dame thing. Is Dame the problem? Question mark. Uh, I no. It's time to time to time to stop. It's time to give it up. That the the Cavaliers sure gave Max Struess a bunch of money. I, I, and we gotta make a clickbait NBA channel. So true. We we'd be good at it. Milk, just milk. Just milk all of it. Milk the algorithm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. Don't even don't even pretend that we're doing anything else. Just be really cynical about it. I thought the 76ers were falling apart, but now it's looking like they might just James Harden might not go anywhere because nobody wants him, I guess. But also, Joel Embiid said he wants to win a title, whether it's in Philly or somewhere else. So clock's ticking. Ooh. Clock is clock is ticking, Philly. Hint, hint. And, and I'm already hopefully, 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 the front office understood that. Yeah, I'm thinking, I'm thinking that the Joel Embiid trade request might be coming out within a, within uh, 12 months. And, and I'm already seeing people, for... I'm already seeing like Celtics Twitter, people being like, oh, when's a Tatum and Bede combo coming? There's no way the Celtics have enough to get Joel and Bede. No fucking way. Bede, poor Zingas. It, 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 unless, unless, unless it's going to be Embiid and Tatum. That's it. That's the team. <laughs> hey, baby, listen, all right? Embiid will be making less than Jalen Browns. So I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> True. <laughs> I can't, can't, but you know, I. The, yeah, I don't think the, I don't think I don't think the Porzingis and, and three first round pick is gonna get it done hey, for Embiid. What about Porzingis three first and Pritchard? Whoa, 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 whoa! Let's let's not get crazy. Man. What about what about if uh what about if my man Jordan Walsh takes off and he becomes a valuable hey. trade clip chip? Hey man, I don't I don't I don't know how I feel about Jordan Walsh yet. Very bald. Keep telling me that. That's the only thing, that's the only thing you ever told me about he him. He shot threes really good in, in summer. <laughs> Do you want me to give you summer league stats? Like, I know you're not going to want to hear them. Hit me with them. I saw he shot, like, 40% from three and took, like, five a game. <laughs> and he's bald, so that's that's what that's, that's pretty good for him. It's pretty good for a bald guy, <laughs> is what I'm saying. It's like, it's like in Coral when they shave their heads. You can just feel everything. Oh, my God. I don't know. I mean, he was already a very good defender, but he was like a, one of like the long line of guys who kind of fall like later in the draft. You're like, well, they're a really, really good defender. Like they're very willing, but like that doesn't matter if they can't play any offense because you can't put them on the court. But again, in like the long line of guys, you're like, they're a very good, very willing defender and they have good size. If they can just hit threes at like an average level, they'll be a very good role player. And most of those guys don't end up being able to hit threes at an average level and don't end up being anything, but maybe he you, could be, I don't know. Or you better be the greater, the greatest passer of the basketball, the earth has ever seen. Or you could be, yeah, maybe, maybe that works too, but that's, <laughs> that's even rarer. That's even, but you know, if I, you know, I mean, great Williams wasn't great Williams to like three. I mean, t- first year is a great Williams career. I thought he was going to, he was like the worst player in the NBA. So, you know, cooking on Jordan Walsh. You or, did. You did think that. And I was right at the time. Kind of. I was. Yeah. Right. He was very bad for a very long time, and then he's good. And now he's now he's teaming up with Luca, baby. Luca, Ky- you know, Ma- Mavericks having a nice little off season. If you just accept the Kyrie thing, which I guarantee you, either Luca or Kyrie will which, be gone by 
February. Which, which Jordan, again, Jordan, I will not fault them for the Kyrie. In fact, the contract, honestly, if that's a three-year contract, pretty good. Like, better than it could have been. But I will say this, Jordan, I will not fault them for the Kyrie re-signing because they had to do that. That they had to, if that didn't happen, if he left, disaster. Because they put themselves in that position when they made the second guessable move. And by the second guessable move, I mean the wrong move of trading for Kyrie initially. But now that they're there, Jordan, they don't have anything else left. That's This is their one last chance to put like a real guy around Luka. And you know, Jordan, I like their moves. I like that... You know, I like that they were able to. I like, you know, Grant Williams was a nice, was a nice addition. They need a guy like that, especially with, you know, the fact that they traded, they traded. Uh, I'm blanking on his name. I am blanking on his name. I feel like a fake geek. Um, I am really, really, really blanking on the name of the guy. Um. Yeah, I know who guy you're talking about. I'm also uh, uh, Dorian Finney-Smith. Yes. That's going to bother me if I didn't think about it. But they were able to, you know, do you really maybe just give them some of that because they need the defense. They were able to – they just really needed a center. You know, they drafted Derek Lively, who I like. They were able to get Rashawn Holmes for nothing. I like the Mavericks offseason. What does it amount to? I don't know. But, you know, that Luka trade will be spicy in a couple of years. So we'll yeah, until February. One of them will be gone. Kings kind of, eh, kind of ho-hum on the Kings. Kind of wish they did more. Damn, how about the Thunder? You see the return of the bad boy Chet Holmgren? They did, Chet, yes. Dollar Store Wembenyama was looking okay. <laughs> the prototype. <laughs> yeah. Hey, dude, dude, dude's getting some Rookie of the Year odds. Yeah, I mean, it's possible. But, uh, no, you know... Oh, I hope. Oh, I. You know what? I wanted to be in the running just because I want to have more like what's really a rookie discourse. Oh man, isn't that fun? You want to have like what's a rookie drama again, Jordan? You want you want to go back to that? Go back to that? Well, you know, I pre- I pretend the NBA works off of service time as well. I you know I do I do like that if anything because it's very funny. Yeah, I do. I again, Jordan. I do also often root for the thing that gets the most negative reaction out of people. And man, watching watching people twist themselves arguing about the definition of a rookie would be funny again. It would be a return to form for things. I mean, it would make sense for Chet though. Like he didn't. He didn't even play. Right. A, it like also a, made sense for Ben Simmons, but nobody. It was yeah. still fun then. That <laughs> mean you are on the same side of this, Jordan. Plenty of people <laughs> said it doesn't make sense, but plenty of people argued it didn't make sense. Like no, no, no. If you don't play at all your rookie year, like if you don't, if you don't sniff the training facility. No, well, some people, well, he sit the training facility, Jordan. Wouldn't you argue that gives him a leg up over other rookies who's in the building? I don't know. I see both sides of that argument. Well, well, well yeah, he's in the building for in- injury management. Oh, baby. He's got he's an NBA quality. He's got NBA quality work, all right? <laughs> anyway, bro, that's fine. Bro played one game against LeBron. LeBron LeBron almost ruined his fucking career out the gate. So uh, we are. We <laughs> you know how funny ruined. that shit is? <laughs> Do do him against LeBron one time. And that was almost it for him. <laughs> His body needed a year to recover. Like freaking Link at the beginning of Breath of the Wild. He had to sleep for a hundred years. Yeah, he said, Oh shit. We got we gotta take a year off, big Ooh, That's a big man. Oh, he's a lot bigger <laughs> than he is on TV. He's, he feels a lot bigger when he's coming at you. You guys ever notice that? 
Wow, he runs very fast. And he's very heavy. How does he move that fast at that size? Has anybody ever thought about that? <laughs> God, if we start recruiting space marines, he'd be every guy. Uh, spaceship trooper, but it's just LeBron James. Just a bunch of LeBron clones. Which might actually make it funnier. Yeah. Also, I mean, I already think Space Troopers is a hilarious Starship movie. Starship Troopers is a, it's a hilarious movie. I think Derek movie. Lively and Dorian Finney-Smith are good basketball players. I don't remember their names. Anyway, so... <laughs> what are we talking about? Uh, I've lost track. You want to talk Hawks? You want to you, you, you no, talk about whatever, uh, whatever, Trey Young watch? I want Sadiq Bay, man. I'm mad. 2020, 20, 20, 23. I want Sadiq. I saw a Bleacher Report trade with, like, the Hawks should trade Trey Young and a bunch of picks for Dame. And I'm like, what? The fuck is this? <laughs> you know, do they like Trey? Do they not like Trey? Like, what's, I was like, what would you? In? Yes, let's trade Trey Young for an older point guard and a bunch of picks. Yes. But they, but if they like Damian Lillard, then it's no. justifiable. No, it's not, Jordan. Because <laughs> they just don't we like Trey Young, Jake. The they just don't Lucas like him. Trade imaginable. <laughs> but they have to tolerate him. But they just no one likes. No one seems to like him. That would be the most ludicrous trade of match. They really don't seem to like him. People don't seem to like him. Man. Bro, bros, bros like this generation, Isaiah Thomas. Just no one fucking likes him. For give him, give him. Well, that's the difference. No, the difference is I know, Isaiah Thomas's teammates liked him, Jordan. Yes, this is true. People just seem to just just hold like disdain towards Trey Young. Not like hatred or anger or vitriol. It's okay, baby. Quinn Snyder's going to get him going. It'll be fine. Anyway, that's... uh. You have any Bro, other like a literal Jinchirki in, in the NBA? You have any lasting uh, NBA offseason thoughts? Oh, I like O'Shea oh. Brissett too. I kind of like him. He's another guy who's a good long defensive wing who's unplayable if he can't hit threes. But if he hits threes, which he does sometimes, he'll be good. That's the O'Shea Brissett scouting report. Oh, excuse me. Uh, there's a there's a tournament now. Um, oh, I don't there know is a how tournament. Well. I did. I was a hater, Jordan. And then one of my oh, favorite basketball. Oh, no. They got you. You've been converted. No, no, no. I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this. One of my favorite uh, basketball TikTokers made the point that he's like, why be a hater? The funniest thing you can do with the tournament is just get really into it and make it seem really important for, like, player legacies. And just convince the players that it's, like, really important for them. Like if you're like tweeting okay, at Durant that like, damn dude, you want to have a single like in season tournament MVP? That's kind of cringe. You could oh, probably that's convince a good, that's a great one. You could probably convince most of the players to start taking it really seriously for no reason. Oh yeah, that's 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 the actual true path. I'm like that's 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 brilliant. Thank you, Pablo Escobar. Okay. Yeah, I'm like that. Yeah, here I was about to make fun of you. I was like, what do you want? Every game played in the Georgia Dome next. <laughs> And they're all going to wear the same style uniforms, Jake. It'll be the same uniform, just different colors. They're all in just horrible city jerseys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm saying, like, I'm saying, like, that that might be the path on the on the tournament. It's just get really – it's just start, like, chirping guys for not trying. It'd be like, damn, like, Jordan would have would have, would have have gone full on in the NBA in-season tournament. Exactly. Jordan would have dominated his bracket. You talking about why, why are they playing the NBA finals in a dome? <laughs> anyway, so um Doesn't that eliminate the component of the weather, Jake? So true. 
basketball is an outsourced size. But I played the basketball outside today. Exactly. I finally went to the court across from my apartment. I have never been. It was nice. It was very windy. Why can't those cowards in the NBA play outside? No, I was hitting my jump. My jump slightly, slightly wet. I also realized I think the hoops at this court are like nine and a half feet, not ten feet, because some of them were like different heights. Oh, so for all ages, you know. Yeah, so, and then my power went out, and that's why we recorded this later. Anyway, so, that's enough on the NBA, Jordan. I'm mad. What are you mad about? Man, all right, so, you know, you know, you know how, like, we talked, you know how, like, we talked about DeAndre Hopkins and how, like, maybe the issues would be, like, it might be too much money or, like, too much time, but, like, I still wanted him because, like, NFL money is fake and free. Yeah. Uh, so it turns out not only am I still right about that, it turns out DeAndre Hopkins uh, didn't get a lot of money and didn't get a long contract. You know who didn't sign him? The Patriots did the not Patriots. sign him. You know who did sign him, Jordan? Is, is, a, is ace, full-on uh, contending team you couldn't compete with in um, the Tennessee Titans. Ooh, baby. Which I will say one thing. A, I did see somebody tweet out that DeAndre Hopkins has the worst jersey career ever, which is yeah. very funny. But there was a report, Jordan, if we want to get into it, right? Because me and you were both on team signed DeAndre Hopkins. I was a little bit wishy-washy on trading for him at the time. But like, when it was free, I'm like, do it. Oh, my God, do it. Holy hell, do it, please. Don't even think about it. I don't care. Get him. Make him and Bill O'Brien sit in a room and kiss and make up. I don't care what it takes. And then he left. And Jordan? Mm-hmm. There was a report that came out from Sports Illustrated the other day that said New England was willing to match the total, the max total, $15 million. By the way, because he got about like a two-year $24 million deal, right? Which is, might have been a little bit more. I think it was more like, I think it was closer to like two years, 15 per, which is like about like the Odell year, right? About the Odell deal. But only two years. And it was around NFL year, so who knows if even the second one even counts. But anyway. So, from the report, New England was willing to match the max total, $15 million for 2023. But only, and Jordan, tell me, what do you think comes after this comma? What do you think the Patriots were doing that was different from the Titans? Some stupid shit like saying only if he comes to, like, every, like, mini camp and optional training something like that what do we call that jordan the the patriots way well no what do we call that when you put that in a contract uh stupid certain (laughs) what do we call when you put certain benchmarks in the contract they have to meet to get certain amounts of money jordan uh stipulation what was the thing they gave tom brady uh, I don't, I don't, I don't. Okay. Where, Only where with a high, with a far higher percentage of that total tied to, and here's the word, Jordan, incentives. Incentives. Okay. As part of an offer that structurally, at least, Jordan, and oh, here's a doozy, because if you want, if you want to remember that the Patriots are very much grounded in reality and are very much aware of where they stand right now. That structurally, at least, looked a little like Kansas City's offer before the draft. Oh. The Chiefs worked diligently on a deal in April and had most of it worked out. 
before the draft. They talked about a deal with $4 million base and upside to $10 million and had worked through trade terms at Arizona, which I don't really remember that, but this is according to Sports Illustrated. It's all Biden. Only to have Beckham's deal, one year, $15 million, poison the well, Jordan. Which, of course, Jordan, of course, Jordan, it's not the Patriots' fault, right? Obviously. They wanted him. They were interested, Jordan, but... He didn't want to take their incentives, Jordan. He mm-hmm. didn't want to take their incentives. Doesn't he get it, Jordan? Why would he take a team from a bad, take a contract and get a little bit more money from a bad team like the Titans and where he could take an incentive-laden deal from a team like the Chiefs or the Patriots, Jordan? Who the Patriots are a lot like the Chiefs. Don't you know? I mean, structurally, I mean, there's 11 guys on both sides of exactly. the field. Exactly, yep. There's a guy who throws the ball. So, sometimes. Another guy who catches the oh, ball. Oh, there's... The Patriots have some guys who can, who are certainly sent out. With the- I, I don't see the difference. Hi, Jordan. Jordan. <laughs> if they just didn't get him, it's whatever, right? It's almost like I could live with it. Reading that. Reading that, Jordan, which of course that's what it was. I, I, in my heart of hearts, I knew that was obviously the case. Well, when, when like, I'm like, oh, that Titans contract, that, that wasn't, the Patriots probably could have matched that. Oh, no. Did they not want to? Oh, no. Did they try to, like, railroad him on incentives like they did to Tom Brady for no good reason? Oh, maybe not. Maybe I'll never have to know the truth for sure. Nope, Jordan. Nope, because, Jordan, don't you know? Why wouldn't you take incentives to come play for Bill Belichick, Jordan? For the Patriots. Why would you can come here and get a ring, Jordan? Don't you know? In 2023, if you take a pay cut Mm -hmm. to pay with the Patriots... Mm-hmm. They might win nine games this year, Jordan. Why wouldn't you take a pay? Oh, my God, Jordan. That's very exciting. Oh, Jordan. Nine games. They are delusional. How are they this delusional? Why does why does anybody even care? Why does Bill Belichick still care about guys taking incentives? It's not even his money. It's not his money. Is it a it's pride about, thing? It's not about the money, Jake. It's about the ethics behind it. But he's doing the media is unethical. You got to be willing to work for your money. Hurting me like this is unethical, Jordan. (laughs) That's unethical. Like it just, oh my God. Of course, I knew this is how this would end, Jordan. In my, I wish that we had done a show before, so I could have said that. I knew this was this would inevitably end with them not getting him, another team signing him, and us hearing, oh, well, you know, like. The Patriots, they were interested, but just the, the money wasn't right, and he wouldn't take their incentives. And I gotta go on Twitter and see all these Patriots Twitter accounts being like, oh, well, you know, we did. We had like two 1,000 yard receivers in all the Super Bowls. Oh, we don't need it. He doesn't even like to go to practice that much. It would have been a bad fit. And this is coming from an account that for 40 days tweeted every day, like day X of DeAndre Hopkins' watch. And the next day, like, we don't need him. Love and trust. I still believe. Banner 7 coming. Oh, baby. Oh, Jordan. Oh, like, oh, no, you don't want to invest in that. You want to let Mac instead prove himself with this group of guys. Mm-hmm. They brought in Juju. They brought in the number one receiver from the team that won the Super Bowl. What else do you want them to do? Jordan, I, I got to delete Twitter, man. It's not good for me. Jordan, why? Why? Why do they do it like this, Jordan? Why is it like this? You see, I could, I would be less hurt. I think I would be, let let me tell you this. I think I would be less hurt 
if they had offered him the same contract, he just picked the Titans. Which also would hurt. Which would not feel good. Like, I know that's where they're at, but just every reminder just hurts, right? Like, to know, like, a guy would just pick the Titans over you, like, same situation. But I could accept that, Jordan. Because that's just, like, the Patriots. They just have to, like, build themselves up. Like, they're just... Like, I just dig themselves out of this hole, right? But they haven't done anything, like, in that situation to show me that they're just so mentally divorced from the situation that they're around, right? This, though? Man, this is hard. Because this is, like, reminding me how, like, screwed up their entire decision-making process is right now. Without... I... Gotta give him incentives, man! He won't take your contract? Oh, that's on him! We're the Patriots! No, Jake, to be fair. Man, what they, is this uh, Bill Belichick? How, what, where are we on Bill Belichick hot seat watch? They're delusional. This is delusional. I mean, Jake, I've been, I've, been, I've been asking when is the time Jordan, for him to this go. Is <laughs> this is delusional. This is delusional for this, them to this think. Is, this is what brought you to the brink? Yes. For them to think that DeAndre Hopkins is going to take incentives to play for you? To you? Um, lady, lady, ladies and gentlemen. This is the thing. Like, you think he's gonna take that? A, a similar I've, offer to the Chiefs? You think I've you're been, there? I've been acquainted with the with the with the with the creature known as Jake Elmsley for a very long time. Only now, in this in this late stage of our relationship, has he ever, ever completely given up on the New England Patriots as I much mean, as like, he is right like now? Giving up? Like again? Like I think it'll be fine this year. Like, they've had, like, a fine offseason, whatever. Like, they'll be better. But it's just, like, the things like this come up, like, they're never digging themselves out of this. Like, oh, they'll probably, like, they could win 10 games this year. Sure, whatever. And then next year win seven and then make some nice tweaks and win 10. Like, whatever. Like, I don't think there'll be, like, a three. But just this. It's just this. Like, their decision making. Like, they're stuck. This, I mean, this is what happens to dynasties. This is what happens in the dying embers of a dynasty, right? This is, like... This is like a great nation's credit, like a once great nation's credit being completely shot. And they're still trying to wheel and deal like a world power, right? Like, that's what this is. Are you, were you baiting me to making an Ottoman Empire reference? Maybe. This is what's happening. This is the death of their empire, Jordan. But this is what- Empires don't know they're dying till they're gone. The Patriots are, are the sick man of Europe? Yes! They absolutely are. The, the, the sick the sick man of the AFC. They're operating like they have this lofty status and they don't. They don't, Bill. They don't, Bill. You have to grovel to the players with money and give them the most money like everybody else does now. That's who you are. You're everybody else. <laughs> you're on the same. You're not on a lower echelon than the Titans. You're on the same echelon as the Titans. That's where you're at. You with all the other kind of fringy playoff teams. You, the Titans, the I gotta look at the name list of teams. You, the, Raiders, the Titans, the, the Steelers, the Chargers, the Raiders, the Broncos. You have to go to players but and make I don't it know about work. The Broncos. What? I said, well, I don't know about the Broncos. Whatever. Anymore. You gotta make it worth <laughs> their while to come to you. You are not the draw, Bill. You were never the draw to begin with. That's what we've learned, by the way. The draw was Tom Brady. Maybe there was a point where we thought it was both. Turns out it's not. We have definitive proof that A, if it was ever, they were they were players were wrong for thinking that. It seems like they never really thought that to begin with now, because nobody seems to think it at all at this point. The only guys you can get to come to you are like Cam Newton, who has no options. 
And like, John U. Smith, which by the way, DeAndre Hopkins barely got more money than John U. Smith got. Mm-hmm. Like, why can't you give John U. Smith that money? But you can't give it to DeAndre freaking Hopkins. Oh my God, dude. Two years? It's because John U. He's, D-Hop's not willing to grind like John It's psychopath. It's sociopath. It's not that Belichick <laughs> needs to save that money. I believe the incentive still count against your cap anyway. He's just like, he just needs stuff to like lord over people. <laughs> it's what it is. It's it's solely for like his emotional benefit. Oh, man. Does it help the team at all? DeAndre Hopkins is going to ball or he's going to get hurt? Whatever. Oh, Probably my God, if I'm on the incentive, what, so you can be like a big man? You can look at him and be like, you haven't met these incentives, De- DeAndre. I guess you're not getting that money. Is that it? <laughs> like, it just, there is no... Ah, oh, Jordan. This one, this one hurts. This, this is like my I'm finally going to dump him moment. It's never the biggest thing that pushes somebody over the edge in a toxic relationship, Jordan. Mm-hmm. It's not always the biggest, showiest thing. It's just whatever the last thing ends up being. You know, and you just get so, like, up to the edge of, like, what you'll tolerate, but you're still a little bit before that line. It's the last thing that pushes you over, man. I'm just... It's just they're, they're, they're until they get out of this mindset, they're never gonna do anything. Like they're like the only people who have accepted that it was just Tom Brady, and that they have to like do something new. That everything else they were doing was not why they won. It was because of Tom Brady, and like Belichick, like maybe not being checked out. And not, it's just it's like we talk about our Belichick's like. Half one foot out the door now anyway, but oh man, does he step back in? It was time to try and screw a guy with incentives. Oh mm-hmm. baby, he loves playing hardball. Oh, he's got to win these negotiations, baby. He's got to win, George. You got to know that he won against DeAndre Hopkins. He took him for a little bit of a ride at the negotiating table, Jordan. You can feel like a big man. And now your number one receiver is just going to be Juju. It's whatever. You know, which I was fine with, whatever. It was fine. But then it gave me hope, Jordan. Give reason like to, Hawkeye. You know, exactly. In the draft, they did something normal, Jordan. I was like, maybe they're going to finally start doing normal things. Nope. 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 They have to screw around with them on incentives, Jordan. I was so mad. If you told me that that, that report is completely fake and it was written just to spite me, I would believe you. I would, I would believe, like, I, like, if you, are you told me that you wrote that and just, like, posted it on CBS Sports, I'd believe you. I'm, I'm actually on, like, CB5 Sports. Man, I'm mad. I'm, I'm unhappy, Jordan. That one, that, that one. It's just. Yeah, that would have been, that would have been a very nice thing. It, it would have been. But they just couldn't be normal, Jordan. It could be normal for five minutes. They just could be normal for five minutes. You know, it's just it's, it's, it's like a very, very obvious competent signing. They just failed to do. And they just like even if they just failed like normally. Oh, whatever. They picked the other team. I don't know. Fine, fine. Like he likes Tannehill more than Mac Jones. Fine. You know. That's not a massive. That's, pro- that's probably the rational decision if you're you know, a wide receiver. It's not a crazy take. It's not a. Nuts! You're like I actually like I actually think this guy's the 21st best quarterback, not this guy. Like fu- whatever, 
everything else was equal. But no, it wasn't. You had to make it. You had to make it weird. You had to make it weird. You could have let him show up here for his visit and not let him leave. Just giving him a nice offer, and just not let him leave, and you, it would have been done. No, the brother. Oh, I'll give you some incentives to think about. Cause I, I, it's like Belichick's afraid of like showing love. He needs to be like aloof about everything. Guess to hide who he truly is. Exactly. So he needs to be like, oh, if you want to sign with us, that'd be cool. But you know, that's whatever. You can do whatever. You can do whatever. It's fine. Sign with whoever you want. If you want to come here, that'd be cool, though. I don't know. Ah, I am. I am. I am. I am upset, Jordan. That one's tough, man. I don't. I don't know, man. Training camp starting soon. That'll be cool. Mm-hmm. Christian Gonzalez was cool in, in mini camp. Yeah, we got some. Uh, some- some hard knocks drama. Oh yeah, Aaron Rodgers doesn't want to be on hard knocks, and like Aaron, a dog. <laughs> Too bad. You're the reason they're on hard knocks. I'll probably hate watch Jets hard knocks. Ha! Huh, anyway, I'm exhausted, Jordan. I don't know about you. You know, um, that, Bills, Bills social media team back back at it. That that hurt me. That took too much out of me. I can't feel joy for a little bit. All right, that's it. That's the show. It, this has been the stadium. The man, the man has been broken finally. This is this has been the stadium experience. Uh, we're on Spotify. We are on TikTok. We are on YouTube. We'll be back next week. Um, I'm on Twitter, Jake R. Elmsley. He's on Twitter, True underscore World underscore King. We'll be back. Have a good one. Bye.